Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The following is a paid program. All right, good Saturday afternoon. This is Ride at Home with Rich. I am your host, Rich Orris. Thanks for joining me today. And, you know, today, as a senior home consultant with Mosby Building Arts, I see a lot of foundation issues around our area. I perform some really great repairs with Helitech and with my guest today, Mr. Randy Pantano. So today you can call us with your foundation repair questions or any home improvement questions, the number is 314-241-9797. And as always, when you call in, you will be eligible for that $25 Stephanie's gift card. Not just a great dinner for two, but I'm talking authentic Italian restaurant. Awesome family atmosphere. Check out any of their, their several locations out in O'Fallon, St. Peter's, couple in St. Charles, Winghaven, and they got one out in Chesterfield Town Center for people on this side of the bridge. So again, the number you need for that gift card, 314-241-9797. Make sure you leave me your phone number so we can contact you next week if you're the big winner. And for today, we have just a really great lineup. We're going to be covering Everything foundation. I'm talking about leaking, sinking, bowing, cracking foundation. Doesn't matter. Whatever you need for your foundation, we've got it today. And every week, halfway through the show, don't forget, I will unveil another right at home hack. So to get things started today, I wanted to put a, a question out there for, for all you listeners out there. Um, and with our special guest today, the question is, what are the most common signs of foundation issues? There, there's a lot of them on the list, but if you think you know one, give us a call. And I'm going to let Randy here, um, our specialist, kind of be the judge of the ones that are correct. But you can use that. Get in on this gift card. If you think you know the answer, one more time, the number you need, 314-241-9797. And I can't, I can't wait any longer to get this thing going. Um, we've got a lot we can go over today. So joining me, Randy Pantano. How you doing today, Randy? Yes, good afternoon, Rich. Glad to be here. Oh yeah. Um, and and so and you were kind of mentioning too, and and I like to just kind of I love to learn, use this as a kind of an atmosphere to just get to know everybody, learn ever you know anything about everybody. Um, and you were talking about you know painting design and, and painting questions and stuff. Um, and so you have a background with some painting and painting design and everything. So, um, just kind of run over that. How did you get into the business and, and, and how did you get, you know, through this and then what got you kind of over here to Helitech? Okay. 
Yeah, it was one of those things, Rich, after high school, you know, you're trying to work your way through college and so forth and just was going through the community colleges and making money to pay my way through college. and started A lot uh, of people paint their yeah, way through college. Yeah, yep. yeah started uh, the old college painters type thing and things yep. like that and even cut some lawns and things like that and just appealed to me. I've, I've uh, always enjoyed uh, art and color and so forth and ended up uh, starting a uh, painting businesses in the neighborhood and branched out from there uh, since 1981 and did it for over over 20 years. Oh, wow. Uh, painted houses inside and out and some decorating, wallpapering, things like that. And nice. Being an Italian, that's part of my lineage, cousin Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, so on, on a kind of before that, have you always been from around St. Saint, Saint Louis? Yes, always. I grew up in the Afton area, uh, South okay. County uh, alumni, and uh, enjoy the area. It's just still in the area myself as well. So you were right in that same area with our with our owner, Scott Mosby, then? That, that is correct, yeah. yeah. Same, same school, as a matter of fact. Awesome. So um, it, so it was the same high school? Which high school was it? Did yeah, you go to? Afton, Afton High School. Afton yes. high, that's mm-hmm. the big St. Louis mm-hmm. question for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it is. Like, <laughs> what high school did you go to? That's the first thing that, you know, always comes mm-hmm. out to kind of pinpoint you know, where everybody, where everybody was. And and I love that, you know, and I, it just, I was talking with one of our designers about St. Louis that she's actually from Venezuela and, you know, a little distance from St. Louis, but we were talking about, you know, how a lot of people don't really know how, you know, small and quaint and just, you know, what St. Louis is really all about. They, they see, you know, some stuff about the city and the news and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But there's, there's so much abroad around St. Louis and so many, you know, it's just a small place. Everybody kind of knows everybody, you know, it's, so it's kind of a, a cool place to be around. So, but, yes. um, I think I'll, uh, get us started real quick here. We've got Kathy on the line has a foundation question for you. So let's see. Um, what, what do you got for us? Are you there, Kathy? Oh, I am indeed. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you very much for calling in. Okay. Uh, I need to give you a little back, a tiny bit of background. Okay. Uh, back about 12 years ago, um, I ended up with a uh, horizontal crack in my foundation of my house along the entire bottom of my house. So I had a company come on out. They put five piers in behind that and told me I did not need one over to the garage. So that's been 12 years. I have a lifetime warranty on it. And just this past week, there is a new crack going from one of the basement, the concrete below one of the basement windows uh, vertically down to the ground. I have another crack that's been there for a while, but has very, very recently started to widen. And that's on the garage floor about, oh, two feet away from my garage door in the back of the house. And that's getting wider, and I'm having problems with water coming in uh, through the, the basement wall. Is so that where the crack is, that, near the window? 
No, uh, th- that part is uh, is finished. So if there's water under there, it's not showing up on the carpeting. But the where the the water is coming in is in the stairwell that borders my garage. Okay. So last time I had someone out there was about a year after my foundation, uh, the piers were done on my foundation, and I had a small crack, and they said, oh, it's just from the house settling. And yet, my I've had that wet area, and it didn't register until this past week that I had the crack on the garage floor near the house has widened. So, is this something as a result of piers not being put all the way along the back of my house, including to the garage? Yeah, that's a pretty interesting one. A lot of lot of um, things going on there. What do you, what do you think about that, Randy? Well, I know if Helitech uh, did the work, man, we set up benchmarks where we do our peers, uh, and we use what's called a laser transit reading. So numerically, we can stand behind our warranty. And uh, so other comp- some other companies may have done that. I don't know, but we would we would check for further movement. Uh, and, and prove that their readings are still the same, you know, five, ten years down the road. So there, there, there could be a need of more peers, or it could be issues with the existing peers. Uh, but there needs to be a benchmark to measure off of, and I don't know if they're there now or not. Has anybody talked to you well, about that? A laser reading? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be coming out uh, on the eighth to to look at everything. But I'm wondering if I need to have another company come on out and tell me what they think. And I have a, just so you know, I have a lifetime warranty on the work that was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly wouldn't hurt to get a second opinion like anything else. With a doctor, you do the same thing. Two or three, another set of eyes on it when you see things differently. Uh, and uh, it wouldn't hurt to do that. I would recommend that, yes. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with that, Kathy. That a second opinion is a excellent thing to do. And I was a little alarmed with the horizontal crack and then peering because you know they're Helitech's the experts, but there is some stuff there um, where horizontal ca- cracks usually mean other things also. So I would definitely recommend getting that second opinion for sure, Kathy. And so for now, um, we got to get into a break, but we will get into more of these foundation issues when we return. All right, we are back. And um, I want to get that that question out there again. And Kathy was nice enough to hold on the line here through the break. So I'm going to bring her back again too in a sec. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about those you know, common signs of foundation issues. And if you think you have an answer for that of, of what, you know, points towards you have foundation issues when you see things, you know, feel free to call in and, and try and answer that question and get in for that uh, gift card giveaway, 314-241-9797. But something we were talking about with Kathy about the crack in her foundation that was um, – a little bit alarming to me that I wanted to, to make sure I get back in on that and everything. Um, so, Kathy, are you still with us? 
Indeed. Are you there? Yes. Yes. So, um, so something that I was a little bit concerned about is because, and, and I'll let Randy touch on it a little bit here, but the types of cracks in your foundation wall, you know, horizontal means certain things, diagonal means certain things, and vertical means certain things, and, and how cracks on your floor you know, work and, and how they separate and stuff means, you know, certain things that are happening and the cracks point towards where settling is and where settling isn't and and stuff like that. So when you said horizontal crack and then peering, it, it immediately kind of sparked me on that's just not normally what, you know, comes after a horizontal crack. So, Randy, can you, can you touch on that for just a sec on what some of those cracks in the foundation actually mean? Yeah, sure. I'd be glad to, Rich. Yeah, cracks will always tell a story, a history, you know, as far as why the crack happened. Uh, for example, you can buy a brand new home, 30 days old, and have shrinkage cracks in them, right? Within, within 30, 60 days as a concrete cures. Yeah. Uh, not alarming at all. It just happens, uh, particularly off windows. Uh, and then you have uh, a horizontal cracks, such as this lady has. Uh, that a lot of times means horizontal uh, movement as far as it's not just vertical movement. And like she mentioned that she has the piers for settlement, downward movement. You can actually have walls bowing or leaning in with horizontal cracks. You can also have what's called a rebar pop where the rebar oxidizes. And it's usually about a foot up from the ground and a foot from the top. And as that oxidizes and expands, it cracks all the way around the house. Uh, I'll see all four walls sometimes with that horizontal cracking. Um, so that's a lot of times a horizontal crack is horizontal movement, not so much vertical movement. You also have diagonal cracks, um, and you can have like a, like a bow tie diagonal crack on one end of the wall and a sister mirror crack on the other end. Uh, that again is more of a leaning or, or bowing horizontal movement. Um, yeah. vertical cracks are more for settlement and they're, they're somewhat V shaped. In other words, wider to top and smaller at the bottom. So it's going left or right. Um, then uh, sometimes you're, you're get the wider at the bottom as well, which is more of a heaving problem. Uh, we see that quite often in the St. Charles area as well, where it can actually, a house can heave up versus sink down. So Yeah, that always surprises mm -hmm. everybody. Yes, yeah. So there's many ways a house, house can move. It's not always a vertical settlement. And uh, the cracking will be, will be able to tell you that. And then, like I said, with the, with the machinery today that we have, as far as these laser beams, equipment, the preciseness of it, it would really tell you more than just what the naked eye will tell you. Yeah, yeah. So, so Kathy, mm -hmm. with all that, you know, I know it's a lot of information, but with all that said, I would say definitely I'd recommend having, you know, Helitech have Randy come out and take a look at the situation and just get that second advice opinion on here's what we, we think, you know, happened before, happened, is happening now. And, and where's the best way to go from here, whether it's, and, and they'll let you know whether it's, you know, they think it's a possibly a warranty thing, keep leaning with them, or maybe there's something else that needs to happen. And, you know, you might want to go a different direction. So does that sound helpful to you? Yes, it does. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Thank you for the call. Great question. Um, sorry for the situation, obviously, but um, it, unfortunately it's pretty common out there, you know, that, that all these things are, are happening and there's, you know, a lot more of it than, than people think. And, you know, there's a lot going on with that. And, um, it's definitely a good idea to have more than one opinion and make sure you, you 
totally understand. Um, and, and I'll tell you, Randy, one of my, my favorite stories that I always tell people about in regards to Helitech and how they, you know, work and, and, and train their people and kind of similar to, to us here at Mosby, as far as, you know, trying to correct the problem, trying to be that advisor, you know, to, to someone. And like you said, some of those horizontal cracks, um, are just like rebar. It's getting some water, it's rusting, it's, it's popping out the concrete and it's really, it really doesn't matter. It's really, if you're not even getting water in through it, it's not even necessarily something to correct, you know, unless you need to stop some water or something that's, that's coming in through a crack like that. Um, but, and I've seen, you know, several of your people that I've worked with over the years, um, give advice like that. And one of my favorites was, you know, a, a client out in, in Wentzville that I had kind of looked at his house and I was like, wow, it was, it was a, it was a difficult one. Cause it was a walkout. And I was like, honestly, he had, he had a couple companies tell him, yeah, we need to peer the whole back of this walkout floor, all this. And, and I'm looking at it and I'm kind of pointing out some framing issues. And I'm like, you know, the way some of this was framed and built, this just isn't right. And, and I, I think you've got some, I know you've got some framing issues, but I don't know if any of it's magnified by settling or not, you know, but I, but I do know that we should correct this stuff and then let's, let's have Helotech come out and look at this, the settling also and see if it is truly settling or not, or what we think's going on. Cause it was just a difficult for one to me and, you know, try and just diagnose on my own. And, and we, we ended up meeting out there and everything. And, and, you know, one of your guys looked it all over and said, fix your framing issues. There's nothing wrong with your foundation. You're perfectly fine. And so I ended up working up, you know, a scope of work and everything for the gentleman to say, here's what we'll do to tear the back of your house apart, fix the framing issues, put it all back together. So then he calls me a little while later and he's like, we're just chatting about it. He says, I'm just really, really alarmed. He's like, you know, I had, I had, you know, Helitech out. They said, I don't need peers. I had two other companies out. One said I needed like five peers. The other said I needed seven peers. He's like, I just don't know who to trust. And I was like, well, just stop and think for a minute. A foundation repairing company came out and said, you don't need to repair your foundation. Who do you trust? You know, of course, you know, people might say you need peers, even if there's a subtle sign or whatever, they might be, yeah. And, you know, so the one guy, he said, yeah, he, he asked the other guy, well, you said I need five peers, but this other guy said I needed seven. And, and his answer was, well, we could do seven. Well, of course you could do seven. You could do nine. You could do four. You know, the home doesn't need it. Um, so it was quite fascinating to me. And, and, you know, the end result was we fixed this guy's framing issues and he's never had a problem since. Yeah. And like, like Kathy said, though, the history of the cracking, she's getting more, they're getting wider. There's cracks that were cracked a few years ago. So yeah. Again, yeah. It's all history where some houses I go in, all the cracks have been here since the day I moved in. Yep, and they don't need much of nothing. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to get to a hard break here at the halfway point. And up next, don't go away, I have a ride-at-home hack that actually has one piece of it that can involve Helitech. 
as long as you All right. We are back. And that was a great song, Eric. I love that because when you get Helitech out to your house, when you have them, check your stuff out, get good advice, get the right diagnosis. You will not have to cry anymore. You get to fix it one time. Just like the song said, don't cry anymore. You can fix it. Helitech can take care of these issues for you. If you have any questions for me about home remodeling or any foundation questions, um, polyjacking we can get into. Crawl spaces are a huge, huge thing. If you haven't looked in your crawl space in years, you might want to just take a peek and, and see what's going on. Um, so uh, give us a call today. We can answer any of your questions on all of that. Me and Randy together have everything you need for these subjects. 314-241-9797. And we've also got that question out there. We haven't heard yet that, you know, what's the most common signs of foundation issues? And remember, these carry up not just in the foundation, but in other places of the home. If you think you know any of those signs, give us a call. You can get in on that gift card giveaway, 241-9797. And so for now, Randy, I think what I'd really like to kind of kind of touch on is, um, so our job that we actually have right now going on together, um, where I'm going to redo the basement. We demoed everything for you guys. So you guys have been in there and you've put in the sump pumps and, and, did all the work around the perimeter, um, and you've done some peering on the house, you, you know, a couple of few years back. And so you guys are coming back this coming week um, to check your benchmarks and everything. And that's one of the things I love the descriptions of those benchmarks and everything, because that's a real thing that, that, you know, really testifies to, how is the house moving? Where is the house moving? Has it moved anymore since we've done the work? Um, but helping get through those projects and everything is, is a great thing. Um, and, and getting our, our clients through. So, you know, we work together all the time on these type of projects and, uh, I really appreciate how you, what you guys do and how you guys do it. And, you know, one of my favorite things um, we could touch on real quick is um, a lot of your prod your your products. You know you have American made um, products. So can you maybe touch on for everybody the peering and steel? I know that's a big thing. And and you know what what are those American made products and what makes them so good? Yeah, on the house you described, Rich, we ended up uh, doing some peers in the past, and then through. Uh, opening up the floor and doing a drain system, there was some additional cracking and footing, and it was an opportune time to go ahead and put the uh, additional piers in. So it was a great turnkey relationship we had there. And the type of pier we used was an A.B. Chance helical pier made out of Centralia, Missouri, close to Mizzou, that's been around over 100 years. And it's American-made uh, steel, and it's uh, galvanized, hot-dip galvanized ASD standards as well. So... Uh, there's so much uh, Japanese stuff out there and China stuff out there that uh, you don't know what you're buying yes. today. But not with the uh, the helical AB Chance Pierce is 100% American made and manufactured. Yeah, and you know you hear all these stories about other things too, like you know the the Chinese drywall, you know eating away copper and different. There's 
it's just kind of a little bit leery. You know, what are we really getting? Are they really monitoring it like, like we would? I mean, quite frankly, half the time I question, are we really monitoring it like we hope we would? Um, much less is another country that's sending their stuff over here really monitoring their stuff like we would hope that they would. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a big question and, and I think a big concern. And to me, it's a big thing that, you know, I, I love the American made. I, I try and stick, you know, with the American made and, and support everything here. And, and I'm glad you guys do that too. I think it's a great product and, and a great way to be. And speaking of uh, foundation issues again, so we have Matt on the line and I think Matt has uh, an answer to our question. Matt, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. You got a, an answer to the the foundation question? Uh, yeah, sticking doors on the main level. Yes, absolutely. What do you think, Randy? Absolutely correct, yes. Yes. I would agree. Perfect. Hey, I appreciate the call, Matt. That'll get you in on that uh, gift card giveaway, and we'll be picking a name here at the end of the show. So we're going to keep going with the phones here. We've got uh, Kim on the line. Um, Kim, are you there? Yes. How are you doing today? What do you got going on for us? <laughs> Good. That's grim when you know me by name. <laughs> um, I had a question. We were getting ready to redo our kitchen, and um, I had planned on putting Alterna, Armstrong Alterna, down in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And last, I think it was last week you said not to put it in the bathroom because it can buckle. And I was so glad because you said that because I was planning on putting it in the bathroom, and now I'm not going to. But I just wondered how it would be for a kitchen. Um, so a kitchen, you're you're somewhat better, and, and I don't want to be, you know, too misunderstood that 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 uh, the luxury vinyl is a great product. Um, and, and the real concern is just trapping water underneath it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the bathroom, you can get a, there's just more availability of that water. Of course, kitchen's going to be running right into second place. Um, mm-hmm. but if you think about it, you know, like hardwoods, kind of the same. If you, you know, if your dishwasher breaks and leaks and you have hardwood floors in right. your kitchen, you're going to be in for a hardwood floor repair where it's going to warp and stuff like that. And there's not too much you can do to get around that. So ceramic tile is definitely going to be your best bet for if water were to get there, it'll have the concrete backing behind it and everything. It can mm-hmm. happen a time or two and in more often with ceramic tile. And I've seen that last better and take, you know, one or two water issues better mm-hmm. than wood or any kind of floating floor or something like that. But, you know, I, I wouldn't stray from it. And we put Alterna in kitchens all the time. Okay, and, good. And people just kind of understand that. And it is a good product. It should wear really well. You know, it's like a commercial grade kind of vinyl. You see it in right. in schools and hospitals and all these places where, you know, government buildings where they're like, I want something hard, easy to move on, easy to walk on, and will last a long time. So okay. it, it will do that. You just, you know, if you get some kind of leak and it gets between the subfloor and it uh, quite a bit, you could be in for some repairs. But you could even be in for those repairs with ceramic tile, just depending on the magnitude of the leak. 
Right. So, and and as far as our bathroom, we're always taking hot showers, and I was worried, you know, like, oh, yeah, with all the steam and the moisture, that could definitely get up under the floor and cause problems, even if there wasn't a leak. So Yes, yes. And yeah. shower doors, I mean, the... the you know, depending on the the big heavy glass shower doors, get more water out around the edges and the hinges and stuff like that. Right. If you're in a smaller right. shower than than a larger shower, um, so there's just so much more availability. Toilets have issues all the time and can mm-hmm. leak and get fixed, and you know, so it's just more likely to happen in the bathroom. And bathrooms are generally smaller, so you can upgrade to like a ceramic tile, and it's more maintenance, but smaller area, it will last right. better. You know what I mean? So, but we right. do all turn in the kitchen quite often. If that's what you like, I would not say run from it. That's, I don't think okay. it's an issue. Just know that, you know, it could be the same thing, but hardwood, you know, talking about hardwood being the same way, uh, we put hardwood, everyone wants hardwood throughout the whole house, the whole first floor carry in. It's seamless. It's a great mm-hmm. look. We put hardwood in the kitchens all the time. We fix hardwood in the kitchens all the time from a leak. Okay. You know? All right. I have never been a big fan of hardwood. I was raised with it, and mm-hmm. it was always just, I never liked it. So we've got it in the hall, and that's it. Yeah. And I like it in the hall, but, you know, it's faded in the light where yeah. the windows are. So it's like, okay, yeah, I got my little hardwood fix and I'm good now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you got to think about sound too, you know, cause yeah. um, hardwood is loud. Um, yes, it you is. You know, um, ceramic, the harder the surface, the louder it's going to be. Um, right. So your luxury vinyl will be kind of in the middle there. Of course you wouldn't want right. carpet. It'd be your quietest, but you're not going to carpet a kitchen, but no, you know, so, I have a friend with a carpeted kitchen and she's a better cook than I am. So no. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be good on your feet and it'd be quiet. <laughs> yeah. And it would be really hard to keep clean. Can yes. I ask you another question? Have you got time? Um, actually, if you could hold the line. I can. We're we're. Ju- I'm just about to get into a break, but if you want to hold the line, I can come back to you after the break. Okay. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. We'll get back to Kim, and I also need to make sure we had so much good information. I got to get to my hack in the last segment there too. We'll get that done. All right. We are back. We got a lot to complete here in the final segment. So I'm going to get back to Kathy real quick before my hack and, uh, or I mean, Kim, sorry. And, uh, we'll get one more question for you. Kim, are you still there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Oh, no problem. What, so what else you got? Okay. So we were going to put the Alterna, Armstrong Alterna down on the floor and they said that we could put it over the existing linoleum. We had problems, um, 22 years ago when we first moved in, the um, the nails came loose on the subfloor and there was like a big, almost like a bridge type buckle that was about two and a half foot from start to finish where the floor just kind of buckled like the um, subfloor wasn't nailed down right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we called the uh, installers, they came and they put a couple of nails in it and they were like, okay, there you go, I'll fix we haven't had any trouble with it since, but my husband is really apprehensive about putting another floor down over that. So I just wondered what you thought. Um, would it be safe to put another floor over it, or if we should pull the linoleum up, fix the subfloor, and then yeah. So so down. my so my one main concern with as you add floors over floors is you just add height 
And then mm-hmm. you got to start to think about like a dishwasher fitting down the road, stuff like that. So, um, you know, refrigerators rolling in underneath that upper cabinet above them. Sometimes, you know, cabinets need to be moved around. So as you, we, we like to take the floor off when we can just to keep a decent height. So everything in the rest of the kitchen continues to work and remain well in the future. I've seen a lot of floors go over floors and then they can't get the dishwasher out. Mm, you need like okay. a floor. So just double check all that stuff to make sure it's going to work. Dishwasher, refrigerator, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then the only other thing I would recommend is we, we do go over the vinyl floors with that because it, it is a cost saving measure. And if everything's going to work, that's fine. But for your situation, I would say I would have them go through with long screws or even you guys do it maybe before, you know, find all the floor joists. And I would just put some, you know, two and a half inch, three inch screws through all that flooring down into the floor joist. Just re-screw that whole floor really, really well. Maybe put a screw like every foot just to reassure that then you'll get a good hold because the glue really should have held from the nails and it sounds like maybe they had some either they didn't glue the subfloor or they had glue that was bad and there's been glues out there for subfloor that were bigger and quicker and easier and then they ended up not really working that well and we kind of stopped using them as an industry about you know 10 or 15 years ago they kind of came and went in about five years because of the failure rate so could be something like that. So screw the floor off real good if you leave that down. It, it, or Either or, whether you take it up or leave it down, screw that floor off real good. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you so much. No problem. You are very welcome. Thank you for the call. And uh, so right now mm-hmm. I am going to get into my uh, my hack here because I got I to gotta get through that as promised. We've had so much good conversation and so much interesting conversation. And and part of this one I thought was kind of cool because it could involve Helitech down the road. But And really what brought this hack on was my daughter getting a computer at her school, registering for high school. And this year they're literally giving laptops to all the students. And I started thinking about the conventional ways of teaching with, you know, the chalk and the chalkboard. And when I was a kid and everything, you know, they stood up there and they wrote and now they've got projectors and computers and homeworks done online. And I thought, what are we going to do with all this chalk? Like everybody, what, what, what happens? And so interestingly enough, and I knew of one thing that kind of sparked my interest in, well, I know what one thing that people do with it. So I kind of looked up a few other things. So Today on my hack, I've got some uses for chalk for you that that you may not have known that this could actually be used for. And and the one of them that I found really interesting was keeping ants away. So if you draw a line on the ground or like on the concrete, apparently ants do not like to walk on chalk. So it will divert them off and they won't want to come near your, near your house. Um, so another thing you can do is keep your tools and stuff or your, your silver, keep your tools from rusting or your silver from tarnishing by wrapping some chalk up in like cheesecloth and putting it in your storage bins, kind of like a moisture, you know, absorber thing there. Um, and, and another thing you could do is keep your screwdriver from slipping off the screws, kind of rub some chalk on the end of your screwdriver and it'll help keep a grip on removing a screw with a screwdriver. 
um, your clothes in your closet. You can basically keep them must-free from just hanging like a bundle of chalk, tie it up, maybe five or six pieces, hang it in your closet and kind of combat mustiness and stuff that way. Um, and then the, the last one I got for you that I've seen all the time and I've told people about, you, you want to do this one, Randy? Yeah, no, I had one additional one too. Oh, okay. Not, What's that? With Heel tech uh, with chalk. Mm-hmm. If you got a crack and you're concerned about movement, you can monitor your own movement with a piece of chalk. You bridge that That's chalk. That's exactly over the what crack. it is. Yep. Go ahead. Keep <laughs> yeah, going. yeah. Bridge that piece of chalk over the crack mm-hmm. and you glue it on each end. I'm talking about the chalk that looks like a cigarette, you know? And so yes. you yep. bridge the middle of the crack and you put the uh, like liquid nail on each end of it. And if there's movement, that crack will, will open up and crack the chalk. And also there'll be differential in that in that crack as well. And so you can do your own crack monitor with a piece of chalk. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is the one that I've seen so many times with clients and stuff. And I've seen you guys recommend, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do that if it's, because you get a lot of these cracks where they're like, oh, this has been here forever. I don't, is it moving or is it not? And it is very, very, you know, hard to tell for sure if it is. So, um, so for you guys, as far as everything we've talked about today, how can people reach you in order to uh, have you guys come out, you give free estimates, all that, and get some advice from you and see what's going on with their homes? Yes, you can reach us two ways. Number one, HealTechOnline.com, or our one hit number, which is 1-800-246-9721. Absolutely. So I appreciate you uh, coming on today. Had a good time. We had such good, it's always great, you know, information and great um, info from the callers and questions. It's always such a great topic to have. I just barely even got, you know, through the hack there um, trying to get all the information out. So we're going to pull in through our hat here and we're going to um, draw from our names here. And uh, Matt came out of the hat. Matt, you are the winner of the gift card. So We will give you a call next week and get that out to you. And Randy, thanks again for being on. It's always a pleasure. And for everybody else out there, have a great week. And I will talk to everybody next weekend. Stay tuned for Priscilla All Around the Yard. Get more at 971talk.com.